So what fashion brands do you like? I know I have my brands. You know, I love Dior. I'm a Dior whore. Same. That's me. I'm a Dior slide. Today, we're going to be talking about fast fashion. Fashion. What is fast fashion? What is it? Why is it so cheap? I don't know. What brands are fast fashion? <gasps> the real brands? The real. The fake brands? <laughs> Chanel. Mm. Dior. Uh. And a Birkin bag. Birkin. Why is it so much? Why? What is a Birkin? Are you going to lurk for your Birkin? Is a Birkin bag really worth it? Is it? I'm Denzel Dion. And I'm Ricky Thompson. And this is We, we Said What We Said, only on Spotify. Ricky, what's good? What's poppin'? Hello. Hello. We are episode seven. Yes, we're we are. Here. Lucky we're number here. seven. Lucky number seven. Oh my God, wow. We are. We're here. We're doing it. Honestly, glad to be here. Everything. This week. Oh. This is Halloween. Halloween. Oh my God, you guys. Halloween. And me and Denzel have came up with how many costumes? We have like 10 costumes, but we have, Six. yeah, we have like 10 costumes, but we don't have seven days to do these costumes. So it's mm-hmm. like picking and choosing. We'll just save some for next year, I guess. But yeah, we started fine. The thing is, what people don't know about us when it comes to Halloween, we don't really pre plan no. our costumes. We just say, oh my God, I'm like, bitch, Halloween is next week. We need to get our stuff, like, today. Yeah. Like, that's why we've been posting so late is because we've been getting the things just, like, the day of. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, Ricky. Ricky's like, it's too late to post. I'm like, bitch, it has to be every single day. Every single day. If you don't see it while you're going to sleep, you will see it when you wake up. Period. There you go. So, yeah, Halloween. Good morning. Hello. Rising sunshine. I think that we should, like, next year we could take it to the next level. I feel like we should have a day Halloween costume and the like Halloween costume. Like two Halloween costumes? Two Halloween That's costumes. That's too much. Uh, That's really flooded People, love that. That's people too would much. love it. Flooded. We'd be upload a costume at like, like 12 p.m. and then upload another costume or like a cute nine. Boom. That's a lot. I know it is. Let's uh, do it. Oh my God. Fine, <laughs> I guess. Well, yeah, Halloween. Happy Halloween. I know. Happy Halloween. All right, now, what's the stitch? We are going to be talking about all about fast fashion, darling. Fashion, fashion, fashion. Yeah. Because this is all you, babes. This is this something is not, that you were so is, passionate about. This, is, this not, is you. This is not all me. I'm just, you know. This is all you, This is all bitch. us. Mine was all sex, and then you're all fast fashion. No, I'm not all fast fashion. I don't know. that. All I know is that fast fashion is just insane. Like, yeah. it has its pros and its cons. But you are the one. Like, let me tell y'all something about Denzel. Denzel knows the ins and out of the fashion industry. Like, a lot of people would think, like, oh, yeah, like, Denzel dresses so good, and that's what I thought as well, too. Like, he's amazing at it. But the fact that he knows details, bitch. When I say details, like, details, he knows... Ricky is really gossiping. Denzel, like, you know, I don't know what he's talking about. threading, this. everything, who's it by, everything. Denzel, this is all you mm. get into it. No, it is not. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> this is so you. Denzel loves fashion, so bitch. I want you to teach me. I got into fashion because I just lived in New York. Mm-hmm. My mother just owns some clothing stores, and my mom loves her brands. And I just learned through my mother. My father has no style, by the way. My father can't dress for shit. However, my mother, oh my God, when she came to my school, I felt like a celebrity. They'd be like, oh my God, your mother is so dripped up. Gucci shades, do your scarf. Uh, yes, Prada heels on, with some true religions, with a polo shirt on. I love my mother, so I, I feel like I got my fashion sense from my mother. My mother would always put me in stuff. Like, I remember in school, people used to call me gay because I had 
Gucci sneakers. Mm. And this, you gay, you got Gucci sneakers on. And then my art teacher, I love my art teacher, Mr. C, he was like, they just don't know. I'm like, they don't know. I'm like, what? They just Gucci sneakers. I didn't even like, you know, didn't even know. I remember in the seventh grade, I had some Prada sneakers. And this is how I really started to be like cool in school, I guess. Because Fila had came out with the Prada sneakers that look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people had them, but I actually had the real Prada. Like you saw the red strap on the back and it was real Prada. And then like the boys were like, oh, yo, we fuck with those are real Prada. Like, yo, you got real Prada? And I'm like, yeah, why? What's up? Mm-hmm. As I got older, I just started to learn them, just learn the ins and outs. And a lot of people really don't know this about me, but I used to be the craziest sneakerhead. And when I say the craziest sneakerhead, meaning I'm outside in 20-degree weather in the snow, sitting out camping, waiting for the Jordans to release. Because back then, like, if you didn't get them for retail, bitch, for me, I was not getting them. I'm not paying $600, $700 for a Jordan. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I would stay in line for 15, 16 hours to get my shoes for $195. Yes, I will. Damn. I used to collect all the Jordans. I had the ones, the twos, the threes, the fours, the fives, the sixes, the sevens. I had the eights. I had the nines. I had the tens. I didn't have the elevens because in the Bronx, people were killing people for the bread elevens, bitch. I was trying to save my life. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, wow. I never understood that because I remember like a lot of my friends would sit outside and wait for these Jordans. They're like, y'all waiting in line for some sneakers? Yeah, bitch. It was like the culture. Like, I had to wait. I'm like, like, what? When I used to work at the YMCA and I used to get paid? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. That's what I was doing. I had my Sperry's. I was like, well, I lived in the South. So it was like Sperry's, boat shoes, or whatever. I felt like because I was a bigger person, just because I was like fat, bitch, I had to look good. Yeah. Because people just associate fat with being sloppy and being messy, not being fashionable. Don't know why. I don't know why the size of my body has to deal with if I know how to dress or not. But that's how people perceive me as. So I said, bitch, I may be the biggest bitch in the room, but I'm going to be the biggest flyest bitch in the room. Period. Period. So yeah, that's how I got into fashion. And my fashion has changed. Mm-hmm. I always tell you, like, if I was slimmer, I would dress a certain type way because there's some things that I want to wear that just don't make it in my sides or just I feel like it just doesn't really like flatter my body type Mm -hmm. and I feel like you always need to know what works for you there's some shit that I want that just doesn't work for me yet yeah I feel like everybody can wear all types of clothing but you just need to know what works in your size and on your body type when it comes to like tailoring you know what what hugs this way like for me when I started losing weight first and I used to just wear regular pants on my waist remember Ricky Mm -hmm. I'm like what can make me look slimmer or what could really hide my stomach my gut is if I put my pants high waisted things like that just stick the gut in the high waisted pants Mm -hmm. and then you just have like a better waist your chest looks bigger so it's just all playing with what knows what works with your body whether you want to tight whether you want it loose it's all tailoring too it's all tailoring tailoring says a lot size says a lot about something because something that's tight on Ricky won't fit me yeah but something that's big on Ricky will feel perfect for me like that's oversized for him so it's just all sizing clothes it's just all sizing you'll be really surprised to see how different sizes look on different body types and how to wear it like as a tight suit or a baggy suit it's so different so I could wear a tight suit with some nice boots or I could wear a baggy suit with some nice sneakers and give it that casual formal look uh-huh. uh. yo me Taylor 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 I love Taylor. my clothes tight yeah 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 tight. So all, it's, it's, yeah Taylor doesn't necessarily needs to be tight but just like cut in the cut, right, right yeah. to really like accentuate your body your, your, body, your curves your figure mm-hmm. and just yeah Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's how I got to fashion. How did you get into fashion, Rick? Um, how did I get into fashion? Well, I'll say I got into fashion literally in high school, like big Tumblr. Tumblr. Like Tumblr really opened my eyes up about fashion. Mm-hmm. And 
You know, I was just really obsessed with Tumblr. And I was like, oh my God, like I can d- just dress anything. I used to go thrifting all the time. I used to literally make my own bow ties. You did that too, bitch. Yes, I used bitch. to love, yes, I would stay here and throw bleach on my, yep. my yeah, jean you, dress. You, like literally back in Tumblr days, you were so creative. Very creative. Like, oh my God, like Tumblr taught you, you can make your own fashion. We were all raving Baxters back in the day, <laughs> bitch. It was all <laughs> DIY. Everything, putting patches on my jacket, on my jean vest or whatever, you know, fringing my jeans. Mm-hmm. What, bitch, wow. I used to, I used to be saying tie dye my socks, bitch. I said, bitch, yeah. I never tie dye stuff because I felt like that process was too much to dye it was clothes so and soak. Oh, I went in. I literally in high school, I would mess around. I was so obsessed with Tumblr that I used to always look at DIYs and stuff. I used to mess around, take a white t-shirt, tie dye it, and after it would dry, whatever, I used to cut the sleeves off, get a little like distress type look. Then I'll mess around and buy iron-on patches or whatever, go on the internet, print a picture of a show or whatever. I had on my shirt and wear it to school the next day. Look, oh my God, your shirt, I made it. Really? Yeah, I did. Yes, I used to make those those Lego things too. Remember those beads? Yeah. To put the pen on your jacket. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You have to iron it. You have to make a Pikachu. You have to make a Hello Kitty. You anything. Make- SpongeBob, anything like, wow, that was like a time. But yeah, that's what I really got into fashion. And also, I got to walk in the Alexander Wang show in 2018. And this whole experience is everything. Like, I used to always see, like, models rock the runway on Tumblr and all that type of stuff. And I said, that's so cute. And people said, oh my God, Rick, you should be a, a model. I was like, oh, no, oh, no. But then one day, I, you know, I got the call from Alexander Wang. He was like, Ricky, I love your work. You're so everything. You know, you just put so much positive energy into the world. And I really want you to walk in my upcoming show. So I was like, oh, my God. So literally, I flew to New York City, had a fitting, and the next day had the show. And let me tell you all something. I was so nervous. Like, literally, when you're in a room full of high-fashion models, Honestly, I feel like it's the shortest in the room. I'm not that tall. People think I'm a giant. I'm only 5'11", but compared to a model boy, I am 5'11", Denzel. Ricky is 6'1". I'm 5'11". I've been measured with the doctor. I'm 5'11". I'm 5'11". I'm 5'11". Uh, shut up. I'm 5'11", 6 feet. Give you that. I honestly was the shortest guy in the room because all model guys are like 6'2", 6'3", or whatever. And they're more like they're a little bit bulkier or like they're real skinny, but also give you like the fashion skinny or whatever. So that experience was literally everything. I literally bumped down that runway, okay? I had my full fantasy. I loved it. It was such an experience. And yeah, it opened up my eyes to modeling and that isn't the last runway you're going to see your boy on. So get ready for me. Noid, I'm walking. I'm done. <laughs> I'm like the Naomi. I closed the show. <laughs> <laughs> And then as soon as I moved to L.A., and Denzel's the one who taught me about, like, high-end brands. I didn't even know about it. I was like, I knew about, like, Gucci. I knew about Louis Vuitton. And when I started hanging out with Denzel, my car started to swipe in a little bit more. Because I said, you know what? I got to keep up, bitch. I got to keep up. Because I can't mess up you looking raggedy around you. You always say that. Never. Bitch, Ricky be dressing out of bitch. I be dressing because I have to keep up with Denzel. I do. Shut I, I hate this bitch. It is. It's like I'll get up in the morning, I'm putting on an outfit, I'm gonna see Denzel. I'm, I'm like, would Denzel like what I'm wearing? I, I gotta pay this like a Prada or something. Or maybe like a Givenchy. No, maybe like a Chanel. No, I will say that was a problem that I used to do though. I'm like, this would look nice, but not with that ASOS. But, so, yeah, you would have that. This would be like some Prada shoes or something. I was like, oh my God. Uh, well, no, I, don't I always told you the bag is Ricky loves hand me down bags. Ricky loves <laughs> a hand me down bag, bitch. Let me tell you, the bitch, I'll buy any type of bag anywhere, bitch. I'm like, Ricky, no. It was like a knockoff, like, Jack Me bag. You're like, Ricky. I'm like Ricky, babes. We can't be. Yeah. Now I'm over here. I'm addicted. I'm addicted to collecting bags. 
I always love Telfar. I love Telfar. I love the cute little Telfar bags. But during like the pandemic, Telfar really came up with the bags because everybody loves Telfar bags. Mm-hmm. I like it because one is black owned. Two, it's very efficient. I feel like like the sizes, like you have the little one for your little stuff. You have the medium one and the big one. And I just like how universal it is. I love going to New York. And I started seeing Telfar in New York, obviously, because it's based in New York. And yeah. like, I'm a New York type bitch. Yeah, yeah. But I loved seeing Telfar bags everywhere in New York. I felt like it was so cute. Was like, okay, bitch, I see you with your Telfar on. It was given like, I see what you're Birkin on with your Telfar on. Mm-hmm. I love it. I remember I didn't know about Telfar. You didn't and because I, when, I, when I had the bag at the Harper's Bazaar. Exactly. I said, just like, what, that's such a cute bag. Right. What is that? You said, it's a Telfar bag. I was like, okay, cool. And I got my bag before all the craziness or whatever. And like, look at it now. I'm like, wow, I love my Telfar shopping now bag. Now it's like, to get it, it's like, okay, bitch, Telfar's bag is coming in like five minutes. Put your timers on. I know. We have to hurry up before this sells out. I love that. I can never catch it. When Chanel bags were a thing, everybody was getting a Chanel bag. <laughs> Hello, uh, oh, wait a minute now. Pause. Pause on that now. Now, Telfar and Chanel, totally two different bags. Yeah, I know, but Chanel... Not everybody could have got a Chanel bag, bitch. But But the girls got one, whether it was authentic, yeah. whether it wasn't. <laughs> Best believe they had a Chanel bag. Chanel bags were everywhere. Yeah. I love a Chanel bag. It's just so classy. I love it. I bought my first Chanel bag last year. I, I, yeah, Ricky bought his Chanel bag last year. When did I buy mine? Like two years ago. Yeah. I was like, I need my Chanel bag. And I love her. She's vintage. She's so cute. And yeah, I got my money's worth. Yeah. I love it. I'm like, oh my God, I want more. I want more. I want more and more. Mm-mm. So what fashion brands do you like? I know I have my brands. You know, I love Dior. I'm a Dior whore. Same. That's me. I'm a Dior slut. I love Balenciaga. I do love Rick Owens. You know, mm-hmm. I love Rick Owens. I just like how simple and minimal it is. Mm-hmm. I do like D-squared. I love a lot of D-squared oh, stuff. Oh, really? I love D-squared stuff. Oh, wow. Also, too, I love Telfar. Cute. I love Margiela. I love, love, love Ludovic. You know, I love Ludovic. I love Dion Lee. I love Dion Lee. I love Helmut Lang. Those are all, like, similar brands. Like, like Dion Lee, Ludovic. Yeah. I love that stuff. I love I, it. I, you know, I love for a tight cutout. Mm-hmm. I love that clothes. That's all about, like, how Ludovic and Dion Lee has been doing it. I love that the clothes are, like, non-gender. So, like, anybody can wear it, you know? And that's was something I wish... Uh, when I was younger, I was like, oh, my God. Like, that girl having that cute type. I was like, oh, my God, I want to wear something like that. Now it's like, bam, bitch, I have it. Like, the male version, you know? Mm-hmm. Cute. I love it. I love straps. Showing skin, I love to show my shoulders, my stomach, my belly button. I love showing stuff like that. So I love clothes like that. Like Ludovic, uh, you know how I feel about Ludovic. Prada. Oh, Prada. Prada. We love Prada. So why is high-end fashion so expensive? I think high-end fashion is so expensive because it takes time to make the clothing. Yeah, and brands are so expensive. One, because a lot of stuff, most likely, you're paying the name. You're paying for the name. And trust me, the name is everything. It's credible. It's a credible source. I mean, the name is like Dior. Oh, Dior. Yeah. You know, that's what makes it high-end. And I feel like what goes into a high-end brand is the marketing, the production, the quality of the clothing, and what it takes. Everybody has their target audience and their specific people they want to cater to. Dior and stuff, they cater to people who make this amount of money. Chanel caters to people, certain type of groups. And I feel like it's a different... Every brand, whether it's cheap, whether it's high-end, has different people they want to target towards and what they want, you know? So I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, bitch, you have Chanel. I'm like, okay, that means you make money or you can spend money because not just because you have Chanel makes you make money because some people just take a lump sum of money they had and just, you know, just to be a part. Right. But I feel like... What makes a high-end brand so expensive is just the name, the feel, the quality. Just, you can tell when a brand is high-end. You mm-hmm. can really... Well, don't get us wrong, though, because I bought some high-end shit that's been broken. Like, I bought a bracelet, and it was about 
$600. It's so cute. It's chic. It's rich. It looks luxe. Why not? Mm-hmm. I bought this bracelet in June. Come last week, July, I see, I don't know if it was my eyes playing tricks on me. I'm like, bitch, I was in the shower. Yes, I do shower with it on. So I can shower with all my jewelry, bitch. If the shit is real and I pay good money for it, it should not change color, period. So I can shower, bitch. I can play in mud in it. However, the shit should remain and shall stay silver. Mm-hmm. I was looking at it. I'm like, is this shit changing color? Is it like pink? It's like pinkish roses. I'm like, you know what? Whatever. And then as the days go by, we're in August and the shit is changing color. I'm like, you know, what do I do? Do I take it back? I'm like, okay, boom. Ricky went to the store to go buy some bags. Yeah. And I, <laughs> so Ricky, you know, dropped some bags or whatever on the bags that he was buying. And I was like, um, miss, she's looking at my bracelet like it was fake, babes. She sure did. She like, did. She looked at my bracelet. Did I was you like, buy this here? yeah. She, I was like, my bracelet has changed color. I want to know what I can do to it. She was like, what did you buy? Did you buy it here? I said, yes, babes. I have the receipts. She was like, oh. So she was like, okay, come back another day and we'll work on it. So I came back. And then I went to the guy. He was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, I spent $600 on this bracelet. It's either I give me my money back or I get another one. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I should have got my money back because I got the bracelet again. And it's been week three and the shit's changing color. And it's falling off my wrist. The screws are falling <laughs> off. I'm like, I'm never buying expensive jewelry ever again. Mm-hmm. This is some bullshit. Excuse me? $600 on a bracelet that's turning rose pink. It's falling off my fucking wrist. I'm done. I'm done. It doesn't even look cute anymore. And I'm like, not me going there next week. Like, hey, it changed color again. Yeah. And then I asked the guy, I was like, if it changes color again, what do I do, sir? We just can't do anything about it. I'm like, what? And I told him, I said, this other bracelet you see right next to, I've had this bracelet for two and a half years and I bought this bracelet for $10 and it has never changed color. So therefore, high end doesn't always mean good quality. There you go. To really be honest. Hello. Speak on it. It doesn't. There's been a lot of belt belt straps falling loose and ripping apart. Yeah. so sometimes you really are just paying for the name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, so Ricky, what do you think fast fashion is? I think fast fashion is fashion brands are made in bulk, like, really quickly. So, like, if I were to order something and it would get here the next day, you would call that fast fashion, correct? Yeah, fast fashion is basically, like, produced in bulk and this very cheap material, whatever. <laughs> That's why the clothing is cheap. Yeah. It's just all cheap clothing that's just shipped from overseas that is cheaper mm-hmm. and people resell here. So a lot of people, all these boutiques and stuff you see on Instagram and we see all the same styles and stuff, it's fast fashion. Yeah. Like fashion over is fast fashion. Pretty little thing is fast fashion. They make the shit very fast and it's very cheap. That's why you think a dress or something like that is $10, $15 because they bought it there for like 50 cents, a dollar piece. So it's yeah. like a $9 profit. Mm-hmm. So do you like fast fashion? I would say I do, honestly. I do, but the thing is, this year, you guys, I've actually changed up. I used to love it because I used to, I, I will say I used to love fast fashion because I could get something in a day. That's what I love. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to an event. I need to order something real fast. It's nothing in stores that I like, so might as well just order it. But now, lately, I haven't been really into fast fashion. I've been trying to collect pieces. I'm dead. I've never really shopped fast fashion because I just don't like the way it feels yeah. on my body. Mm-hmm. There's other big stores who do fast fashion, but it's like the high-end fast fashion. Yeah. They can get really expensive. ASOS. ASOS, yeah. ASOS, so we have yeah. we have ASOS, we have Zara, we have H and M, Forever Twenty One. Those are like the pioneers. Those yeah. are the ones who like really set the tone, set the scene, set the mood. Mm-hmm. The thing about fast fashion is, I like how everybody can dress what they want to wear, and it's mm-hmm. cheap, and like you can order something and get here the next day. However, we need to figure out if the clothes are one dollars or like a piece. How much money are the people getting making right. these clothes? Mm-hmm. This goes into child labor and all those extra things that are happening in different countries to produce these clothes for us in the U.S. or wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when it comes to fast fashion, I feel like people are so used to it. So when they see a price on something else, it's like, oh, I can go on Fashion Nova and get this for this price. Yeah. And that's because it's fast fashion, babes. Literally, Fashion Nova, they'll see someone's outfit and make it the day of and ship it out tomorrow. Bitch, how is that possible? I know. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Okay, so what's the difference between fast fashion and actual brands? What do you think? I see the quality of the clothes. The quality? The quality of the clothes. I can definitely tell if something is cheap. And then something's like more expensively made. I can tell. I'm like, oh my God, like, wow. Like this sweater. If I order a sweater, um, you can still tell the difference. Buy a more high-end sweater than more like a fast fashion sweater. So definitely the quality. Yeah, fast fashion brands and actual brands are two different things. You can tell as in like the promotion, the marketing, the clothing, the tags, the packaging. Fast fashion is just like a clear plastic wrap. Mm-hmm. But fast fashion, you get what you pay for. Yeah. That's one thing I would say about fast fashion. The way how fast fashion works, I mean, it is fast. Mm-hmm. You get it fast. But the way it works is that everybody is included. Like, as far as in sizing, types, and stuff, it's not... I feel like it's very broad. Mm-hmm. Fast fashion, everybody can wear fast fashion. And right. it's very easy. And you compare it with something rich or mm-hmm. something expensive. I do like how it gives people the luxury of shopping differently. Like, fast fashion brands, like, not everybody has money to spend $100 on a shirt or $200 yeah. on a shirt. Like, you want to be fashionable, but be fashionable in a budget? That's fast fashion. Mm-hmm. I am still a fast fashion bitch. All you need to do is literally, there's this app that have vendors in China, and you could buy, bitch, Ricky, you name it, you could buy whatever you want to buy from this app, and it'll come to you from China. And all you have to do is just put your name on it. You pick the labels you want on it. You pick the styles you want. You pick how many are you pieces. Serious? Yes, you pick how many pieces you are you want, and they'll ship it to you like bitch. It's your line. What is your logo? Let me put it on for you. What is the packaging? What do you want? What do you want? And it's cheap. Each thing would be like ten dollars for like let's say for like a jacket it would be like ten dollars, and you could flip the jacket into like fifty dollars, sixty dollars, or a dress two dollars a piece. Two dollars a piece if you buy five hundred. If you buy a thousand, a dollar twenty five. Wow. You didn't know that? I did not know that. Bitch. Damn. Yes. Yes. Oh whatever you need. Whatever you need. Package from food products to food containers to clothes to shoes to bags. You could buy a purse. Like I feel like a cheap, a cheap bag on there is like $4. But you could flip it and sell it for like $45, $50. Or you can sell it for $60, $70. You pick what style you want. Or if you want a custom design. even Yeah. You didn't know? I did not know that. Yes. And they send it to you. All the weaves and stuff, y'all. All these wigs and weaves and stuff y'all buying. Y'all spending $500, $600 on a wig. They are buying that from China. They buying it. $10 a piece. $20 a piece. Wow. $30 for this inches. So the app is called Alibaba. We have Alibaba. Mm-hmm. And then we have AliExpress. I feel like everybody knows AliExpress for hair. But they have Alibaba too. So on Alibaba, it's like Instagram. But, like, for, like, products. So you go on this, you make your little sign and whatever, and you just type what you want, and you see the different styles. The amount of shit that you see on there is what you would literally see, like, on all these other boutiques. It's the same exact thing. $2 pieces for this. $3 pieces for this. $4. Sometimes 50 cents for this. A dollar for this. And you just browse through. You talk. They're very responsive on there. You talk to them, and they're just like, okay, how many pieces do you want? When do you want it? Bada bing, bada boom. And... Yes, and they're reflipping the money. You just do the packaging yourself, show what wrapping, what logo you want on it. And yes, yes, babe. Wow. That's how people do it. That's how all these little boutiques do it, which I'm not mad at. I like the hustle. I like the grind. However, for those who know, you no. know. Period. <laughs> wow, I did not know that. Wow. Yes, wow. they do that. Uh-huh. Learning something new each and every day. Yes, 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 yes. Quality over quantity. Quality. Yeah, so I feel like quality of a clothing is better than how many you could get for a price. Yeah. 
I'd rather get one thing good for like $80 than to get five bad things for $80, which will mess up in two to three years. Yeah. Not even, bitch, two to three months. Yeah. So for an outfit, I always say what should really be like the if factor are the shoes and the bags because that's it for me because my outfits are usually cheap. It's just the only thing that's expensive or just pricey is of the bags and the shoe. I feel like a shoe makes an outfit. Mm-hmm. Every time I meet somebody, I look at the shoes. What are you wearing on your feet? Shoes, <laughs> you always do. Always, you always look at the shoes. I feel like that's just a thing. Like, what shoes are you wearing? Mm-hmm. Then we work from the shoes up. Mm-hmm. It's like a house. You build from the concrete up. So yeah. let's see what's on the base. I feel like what really makes the outfit is accessories, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can have an outfit on, but if you have, like, no earrings and no chains, no braces, no rings, it's just very plain and dull. Yeah. Whereas you could wear a sweatsuit, but what makes your sweatsuit fire is if you have chains, mm-hmm. rings, bracelets, mm-hmm. um... And earrings, not necessarily earrings, but just accessorized with bags, with accessories, as in like, you know, jewelry, or things like a hat. Yeah. Or a beanie. You could do simple things. You could do simple things. That's it with me. I would say the same thing. My outfits would be very cheap. See, I don't really spend that much money on clothing, clothing. I only spend money on shoes and bags because shoes and bags are, you could wear shoes forever, you could wear bags forever. Clothing, sometimes you get big, sometimes you get small. Yeah. Sometimes you wash it and then you have the, the a spot on it from detergent. Mm-hmm. So I don't really spend too much money on clothes. However, I did go shopping last week. And let me tell you something. I do not, this is the most I've ever spent on a top. I have never spent $1,400 <gasps> on a sweater. Yeah, you sure did. Excuse me, bitch, I got. Yeah. I get my clothes from Walmart, from Amazon, from eBay, or I thrift. I don't really buy expensive clothing because clothing, I can like it today and not like it the shit tomorrow. Yeah. And I feel like with the clothing I wear, like, I can't wear it too many times because you'll see it. So, therefore, I don't want to spend money on clothing that I can't wear every single time. Mm-hmm. I can wear my Walmart clothes every single time I wear Walmart jeans. I love Walmart jeans, but you saw we went to Walmart. Those some good ass jeans. Yeah, it's ten, fifteen dollars, twenty dollars. I bought this Givenchy sweater for fourteen hundred dollars, and a sweater like that is something you only wear like once. I can't wear it. Yeah, I was gonna wear it again. I'm like, no, bitch. I already posted a picture of it. You can't. It's just, it just it. stays in the closet. Yeah. Unless you're gonna be careful about buying like some expensive ass clothes. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm sorry. I have the money too, but I'm not at liberty to be spending fourteen hundred dollars on a top. Right, bitch. I was gas. I really when I bought, it, I was like, I should really return it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know what? Let me keep it. Whatever. Let's keep it. It's a cute, like you know, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. It's a cute memory. Yeah, I think the most expensive thing that I've spent money on. Speak on it, y'all. Oh my gosh. So, same brand too. Same brand. <laughs> So, I got nominated for a People's Choice Award. Let me look, what, 2019? Yeah, 2019. 2019, and y'all, I was so excited. And, you know, I was going to get a stylist, but it was too late. I said, you know what, I'm going to style myself, because I can do that, whatever, fine. Mm-hmm. So, I said, you know, for my big moment, y'all, mm-hmm. I messed around. I dreamt that I was going to win, too. Mm-hmm. Um, for my big moment, I was like, okay, I'm going to wear the baddest suit ever. So, I went on, you know, Givenchy, mm-hmm. and I spent six thousand dollars on this suit six thousand dollars right y'all and you know i went to the awards <laughs> and y'all i had such a good feeling there was somebody else in a um different category as me i was like oh my god ricky won i said how do you know my manager told me what are you talking about <laughs> and then i saw like a different group of people was like oh yeah we're just here to take pictures like why because they tell you who already won i'm like oh my god did i win did i lose did I, what did i lose Obviously, I 
<laughs> you spent six thousand dollars. I man. dropped six thousand dollars on a suit on a night that I lost. I, it's fine. At least you looked good. At I least. looked good, but I was excited. I told you for my very first moment. I mean, walking on that stage <laughs> and then award handed in my hands. I'm gonna rock. Who are you wearing? Givenchy. Givenchy. Like what? Nobody didn't even asked me what I was wearing. They said, "Oh my god, we love your green suit." Didn't even ask me the branding thing like that. I said, "Oh my god, I spent six thousand dollars." $6,000. I also bought those gold Gucci boots for that too. And I wore them that one time. That's insane. Wow. 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 I can't believe it. I know. When you told me you spent that, I'm like, Ricky. You say you return. I, and the thing is, I'm $6, so stupid. $6,000. I should have returned it. You should have returned it. $6,000. I'm still on it. $6,000 on a suit. $6, bitch, that's, bitch. That's, rent. That's, that's, that's rent money. way two, more than rent money. Two months of rent, basically. Oh my God, my pockets will hurt. Six thousand I just can't do that. I'm this sorry. This thing is still sitting in my closet. Maybe just because of like how I was brought up and stuff. That's why when I buy expensive stuff now, like when I think about it, all my shoes, all the shoes that I have in my closet are like a thousand dollars and up. When I look at it, I'm mm -hmm. like, damn, this is a thousand. This is which is fine because those are shoes that I have. But for like a suit, you know, you can't wear that suits because okay, Ricky wore that on the people's shorts carpet. You yeah, can't, so that's okay, it's so distinctive. It's one and done. You mm -hmm. can't wear like you maybe you can wear the pants. With something else, but you need the whole suit to give that effect. I could wear the pants. Yeah, you never, else. you never wore the pants. I never thought about that. <laughs> I'm gonna put them damn pants. Are <laughs> yeah. you serious? Or you can wear the, you can wear the blazer. I don't like the blazer. The blazer <laughs> fit me wrong. I look like Incredible Hulk. <laughs> it was too tight. It was, it was the shoulder pad. It was the, sh it was the shoulders pads and how the jacket was cut. It stopped right at my elbows. Yeah, it was. So <laughs> <laughs> it was so short. It was so tight. It was a tight ass jacket too. And I remember it was so tight when I put it on when I first got it. A button popped off. I had to go to the table to get the button sewed back on. I said, "Well, damn, I mean, now I, I can't remember. return it because the stitching is different." You see that? Oh, you I see remember. that? <laughs> that was funny. And I just went with you with the suit that I got from JC Penney. That was expensive. That's that suit, it. And you looked that good. That suit was two hundred dollars, bitch. That was a lot of money. Oh my god, bitch! Look at us. We spent money. It was no, that was like yeah, it was two ninety eight. That's mm. a lot. A lot of money. A lot of money for a suit. Yeah, you don't have to go to the big guitar section. Thank God for Shaquille O'Neal for making big guitar clothes at JCPenney. Hello. My expensive thing is my Chanel bag. Yeah. That's a big bitch. Is it how much you pay for that bag? Uh -huh. How much you pay for that bag? That bag is so cute. How much you pay for that bag? <laughs> <laughs> go on to the how much you pay for that bag. My bitch, I'm going for that bag. Just try to call. How much you pay? That, that was a lot of money. How much you pay? Huh? How I, much for, you pay? I forgot. You do remember. I hate to think about you gotta, it. You got to say it because this came for me in my $6,000 suit, y'all. Denzel got this big ass Chanel bag. Just how much you pay for that bag? It was, a, it was a lot of money. You wrong. You better say that price. I'm going to say it. Denzel. <laughs> It was a lot of money for that show, <laughs> You're annoying. <laughs> you make me sick. Just say it. Why? Say it. Uh, say it. Say it. Say it. Because you, people don't know how expensive this item is. Because expensive to you could be like a cute, like what, $2,000. But y'all, this bag ain't $2,000. It was a cute for. No one cute for. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's real cute. It's giving like five digits. All right, y'all. And now when we come back, we're going to talk all things Noid. Mm -hmm. It's uh, all about Noid. 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 Who do you want to be? We'll be back. All righty. And we're back. And we're back. We're back. Now we are going to go to a story time about Denzel's clothing line, Noid. So Denzel, tell us... Why didn't you choose Ricky to be a model for your clothing line? <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! I hate you. I launched my clothing line, Noid, October 3rd. I've been working on Noid for a minute now, mm -hmm. bitch. I started it 
in my home, really. Yeah. Just sketching. I'll be showing you my little sketches. Just sketching and stuff. Like, even coming up with the name and stuff. Because I did want my clothesline to be Dion by Denzel. But Dion just sounds so close to Dior. So I just flipped my name backwards to see what I got. And I got, like, Les Ned Noid. And I'm like, what the fuck is Les Ned? And that's not Noid. And I'm, I just looked at Noid. I'm like, Noid is cute. I told Ricky, I was like, Noid is hot, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, I said, like, like yeah. yeah. So then I looked at it, Noid, you know, Dion flipped backwards. But then when I look at it, N-O-I-D, I, like, I, if I separate it, it's no ID. And I'm like, oh, my God, I want a genderless brand. So, bitch, Noid. Period. So that's how I came up with the name. And I released it. And I've gotten a lot of feedback. Thank you guys so much for the feedback. <laughs> it was everything. Lived for every single one of it. And yeah, with my brand, I knew there was going to be a lot of talk about the pricing. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you something. When it comes to making a brand from the ground up, from scratch, all by yourself, things cost money. And I feel like that's where a lot of people are used to fast fashion. And just used to paying $20 for this, $30 for this. People are like, okay, we could go get this for... Fashion over for $30. Okay, then you can go do that. No one's stopping you. I made my brand to cater to a specific like target audience of like how I wear my clothing. I like wearing good clothing, things that fit well on me, things that are not too expensive that are just right, that are quality that I will wear for a long time. So which is what I wanted my brand to represent. And just a specific certain type of look. My brand is genderless and I'm really trying to bridge the gap between male clothes and female clothes or whatever. But let me tell y'all something. Starting a line is not easy. Uh -huh. Starting a line is not easy. Like, Designing, cutting, sewing, marking, grading, having someone to go make your stuff, going to manufacture, however my things are all handmade, sourcing fabrics, going to different fabric stores, knowing how much to get of what, how many pieces of what, what's going to sell, what's not going to sell. It is a lot. And it's a, it starts from a lot of money. Even registering, like, as a corporation, the LLC goes into it. Securing your name as a brand goes into it. it to make a brand and when it goes into the packaging is really a lot. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people don't take that into consideration. My friends in the fashion industry and who are in fashion loved my clothing. They gave me good feedback. And they're just like, wow, Denzel, like, this is it. Like, the way it feels on your skin is good. The way it looks, it's good. And it's just a specific type of look. My first collection was inspired by Laura Croft. That's why the colors are neutral earth tones. And that's why it gives that type of vibe. Um, just because I feel like Laura Croft is very powerful. She's very mm. sexy. She's confident. She exudes what I want my brand to be about. Just very tough, uh -huh. but also feminine in the same way. Uh -huh. With my brand, I did want... Obviously, it's genderless, so the sizing has to be neutral. Yeah. And that's what comes to... I have a XXS, like, you know, a double X small all the way to a double XL, but it's not a regular double XL. My double XL stretches to like a 3X. However, I am making a plus size line in the future, which we have just all big sizes. But yeah, in my brand, well, I will say where I did fuck up in my brand, where I should have included was a plus size model when I promoted it. Because I told you, I was trying to find a gang of plus size models to like, I want, I didn't just want one plus size model. I wanted like five plus size models in all my clothing to show how it looked on the plus size people. But however, I can only found like, I only found like one and she didn't even live here. Yeah. But let me tell y'all something. Bitch, it's hard. When it's you by yourself, I do everything by myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't I don't have no investors. I don't, I don't have a manager helping me call these people to call here. No, it's not giving that bitch. It's giving me on foot going to go get this, going to go get that. I'm going to go give it to my manufacturer, going to go give it to different people, sourcing out models, getting places for photo shoots, looking for the right photographer. Even the video. Mm -hmm. The video that I did of Noid, people are like, oh my God, everybody's in like janitor suits and stuff like that. But the whole story of it was everybody is dressed up as a uniform. We're all tied to 
this conforms clothing, and then you're breaking out, you're breaking free in my clothing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's everybody, like, one person, like, my sister, she obviously deleted my video, that's my girl, that's my bitch, was unlocking everybody, setting everybody free, they're escaping, and when they escape and they unreveal their clothing and, break, and break out of their shell, they're annoyed. So, wow. Yeah. Damn, that mind right there is powerful. Bitch, bitch. That's not a powerful mind, bitch. bitch. Powerful. Period. Thank powerful. you. Powerful. I've seen you like work really hard on this film line, but you've been talking about this for the longest, longest time. time. Bitch, it's been like three years. Been three I'm years. always talking about it. Always talking about always it. Always talking about it. Like, oh my God. I can't, uh, I just cannot wait to, you know, really rock my annoying pieces. Yeah, you'll be rocking it soon. Everything is done. So Ambassador. Ambassador. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my fall winter, I mean it's already fall. Eats, bitch. Eats. Eat. I've seen <laughs> and she's coming out soon but I just really did want to push this out I didn't want to just sit on this because I have a problem with doing something just be like okay I don't want to do it anymore but I'm like you know let me just push this out but yes every collection will be different everything will be shot different and yeah go grab some Noid however DR by Denzel still out I'm going to make that like my merch line and then I'm going to have my plus size line so that's how I started Noid that's what Noid is about and Noid, hopefully she goes somewhere. Well, she is somewhere. What am I saying? She is somewhere. She Go is somewhere. By. I really do want Noid to be what I want it to be. It's getting there, and I'm happy that I'm actually taking the steps to get it to the brand that I want it to be. Mm-hmm. What's your jam, B? What's your jam? what you call a jam, baby. Okay. Well, you know, you guys, one of my favorite segments is, you know, we talk about what we bump into this week. So what we bump into. Okay. So we're going to talk about Gunna. Gunna was born in College Park, Georgia, and he started making music at the age of 15, y'all. And he released his first mixtape in 2013, and he went under the name Young Gunna. But what really set off Gunna, to really be honest, was like when he was in Young Thug's mixtape, Jeffrey, and his collab with Lil Baby. Drip Too Hard was really it. And then him being on Travis Scott's album. Let me tell you something. Gunna is just it. Gunna, I feel like he's so underrated. I don't know why. Like, he never misses a beat. His collabs are always on. His song is on. And yeah, that's Gunna for you. All righty, all righty, all righty, all righty, all righty. I love, 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 love this man. His name is Harry Styles. Now, you guys know, you guys know all about One Direction. Like, literally one of the biggest boy bands in history, I would have to say. So Harry Styles is a member of that band or whatever, but he is so, 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 so talented. Like, you guys, his music is like everything. He's an Aquarius, so, you know, he's everything. An Aquarius, Aquarius, Aquarius. He's born February 1st, 1994, okay? Okay, so yeah, that's Harry Styles. You know about him or whatever, but let me tell you something. Let me get to his music. So Harry Styles went solo, and his newest album, Fine Line, y'all. Oof. This is when I fell in love with Harry Styles. I loved Harry Styles' music before. I loved his album, Harry Styles, his self-titled album, but I loved his newest album, Fine Line. So amazing. The art of it is giving very Fleetwood Mac, very... Tame Impala-esque. It's getting very, like, 70s type of whatever. It's such a good, feel-good album from beginning to the end. And he just used his music video, Golden. You guys should really check it out. Like, his aesthetic is literally everything. I love Harry Styles so much. I've been in Direction since day one. I remember when I saw Harry Styles for the first time. 2015, I went to the One Direction concert. And I was so upset with Harry Styles. Like, Harry Styles, he's the one who actually inspired me to start wearing St. Laurent boots with Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I've never seen a boy wear a boot with a heel. And I said, I'm getting really sick and tired of wearing these flat-ass Chelsea boots. Ooh, I hate it. I hate a flat-ass Chelsea boot. So I saw Harry Styles wear a heel Chelsea boot, and I'm like, oh my God. 
I love him. So I've loved him ever since. He's talented. He's amazing. Y'all, Harry Styles is the shit. So Period. that's that. Ricky, what have we learned today about Miss Fast Fashion? I, let me tell you something. I've learned a lot. Like, I have learned a lot, a lot, a lot about fast fashion today. I didn't know the ins and outs of fast fashion. I didn't even know the ins and outs of fashion. All I know is that clothes look good on me, and I'm going to shop that. That's it. Period. But today, you talking about vendors, what you could buy for this money and that much money, how, how you know, you could take the hard way or you could take the easy way to make your own clothing line. Mm-hmm. And you showed me, like, it actually takes hard work. So, wow. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. I hate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we said we said with me, Ricky Thompson. And me, Denzel Dion, is a Spotify original podcast. The show is executive produced by us. Thanks to our producers, Allison Johnson, Tiara Darnell, Michael Hartman edits the show. Executive producers for Spotify are Erica Clark and Gina DelVac. Special thanks to Robert Adler, Sarah Abondo, and Casey Simonson. Make sure to follow We Said We Said only on Spotify. <laughs>